0: Welcome to Professionally Fit with Lisa A. Smith and Jamila Struthers. Professionally Fit is dedicated to fit and aspiring to be fit professionals who are soaring in their fields and in their enterprises while still maintaining their health and wellness. We delve into issues surrounding fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, parenthood, relationships, and much more. Welcome to the show. Good evening, fit professionals. Welcome to Professionally Fit with Lisa A. Smith and Kim Fit with Jay. Hello, everyone. And this evening, it's pretty exciting. We have some great new topics for you guys regarding fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. This evening, with regards to fitness, we are talking about the infamous, I hate working out syndrome. (laughs) Infamous is right. (laughs) Everyone, their favorite line, I hate working out. So we're going to talk about the I hate working out syndrome, possibly some causes for it, and how to get around it. With regard to nutrition this evening, we are talking how to train your palate, a.k.a. are your taste buds dead? How to train your palate. And finally, with regard to lifestyle this evening, we are talking about are you doing just enough to be average? Mediocrity. Yes, one of my most favorite subjects. So this should be really exciting. We have a really good show for you guys this evening. Um, This weekend, Jay... I have to tell you about this class I went to. Okay. So I went to another class at Whole Foods. Yeah, you We've me. brought it up a couple times right. before. Everyone, Whole Foods in downtown Detroit on Mac has free classes regularly. Classes regarding nutrition, um, all around health. They're always super informational, and they're uh, usually always free. All the classes I've been to have been free, so... Don't sleep on getting your knowledge on at Whole Foods. But I went to a Whole Foods class this weekend, and this, they were talking about, um, we were talking about immunity and your body's capability to defend itself against, you know, virus, disease, bacteria, and things like that. And one of the things we were talking about was birth, childbirth. And they were saying, and I didn't know this, and it may be because I'm not a mother, but And one of the things that was really interesting to me, they were saying that a baby gets most of its immune system, most of its immunity from the mother in two ways. So he was explaining that there's two different types of immunity, external and internal. And that your external immunity is like your skin. Because when you think about it, and, I, and I, when I, when he, as soon as he said this and I thought about it, I was like, oh, my God, that does make sense. But think about how many different things we're exposed to yeah. in the world every single day, mm-hmm. like toxins and the environment every single day. Think about all the different things we touch, right. you know, or that land on our skin, particles, gases, fluids all these different things Mm -hmm. right you're turning pushing doors door handles knobs desks telephones everything and so your external immune system is your skin and obviously everyone when we think about immune system we think about internal but he was saying that 45 percent of our immune system external immune system comes from the birth canal of our mothers and so when you, when a woman gives gives birth naturally, you know, and you know through her birth canal, then that's where most babies get their external immune system, and then their internal immune system comes from breast milk, mm-hmm. from breastfeeding. And I was just thought that was so interesting because everything is so modern now to the point I remember hearing about a celebrity recently who actually was pregnant and she scheduled. Her C-section around yeah, a basketball a game. Of, yeah. What? what? Yeah, cause like she was, a, she's like a celebrity wife, and like her her husband played basketball or something, and so she was pregnant. She didn't want to miss like one of his playoff games or something. So she literally scheduled her C-section so she okay. could have the baby on the day she wanted to, so she wouldn't yeah, miss a the game. Yeah, a lot of
1: celebrities. You know what? A lot of women in general are are doing that. Really? Yeah, it's
0: extremely popular. Really? Yes, it's extremely Because popular. I know some C-sections are necessary medically. Right, but no. just but Some are they choice. They want to know what day. They don't want to be inconvenient.
1: They want to have everything planned out, you know, the kind of wow. type A personalities. I want to know what day, what time, where right. I want to go. I don't want to be in the mall when my water breaks, so let's just go ahead and schedule it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's trend, that's been trending for the last maybe like five or ten years.
0: But I didn't know it was that prevalent. I mean, because no yeah. one is thinking about the pros of giving birth naturally and what it means for your baby. <laughs> You're just thinking about I don't wanna be in the mall. Well, actually
1: no, because I didn't even know about the external canal. I knew about breastfeeding, right. but I didn't even know about the external canal. The only thing that I thought the pros and the cons were were that um, that bond you get from pushing your baby out. There's actually a bond there. Right, biologically Bi- something that yeah, happens. That, okay. Yeah, so when you're pushing that baby out and you're giving that baby all you got and they come out, there's, this, there's just this connection, and I wouldn't trade that, but I never thought
0: about the external... A, a immune system. No, right. never, because I didn't know about it. Right. So that was really interesting to me. This is what yeah. I learned this weekend. In the breastfeeding, yeah, we've all, like you said, have both mostly been um and informed, uh, informed about yeah the importance and how critical breastfeeding is. Right. Um, but that was really heavy to me. So my week, I was like, wow, mind blown. <laughs> Whole Foods, man. She said it once.
1: I'm gonna say it again. Do not sleep on. Every time you go to Whole Foods, you leave out just like. We mm-hmm. have so much knowledge yes. in that room. And then it's just not the, the people that teach it, right? Right. It's the, the people that go. The audience. It's the teacher. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. audience. Everything. They know things and then they add on and then, you know, so it's just a big learning platform. It's Definitely. just awesome. Definitely. It's, it's always a good time. So, how was your weekend? My weekend, I did something I hardly ever do. And it was well, so not a plan. No, I <laughs> took a nap. And, uh, naps? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never no. sit your tail down. <laughs> no, I did not also on the you know on the shuttle every now and then. But um no, I didn't take a nap. Uh but what I did do is something very, very close to a nap, which I, I didn't do anything what I would normally call productive. Okay. On Sunday mm-hmm. I just stayed at home. Now I had something planned for the kids. Okay. I was gonna take them ice skating and Lo and behold, I got the times wrong. And I'm like <gasps> freaking out because that's my thing. Like during the week I work, so I feel like I owe them an uh-huh. outing on the weekend. And uh, i messed the times up. I'm like, oh, my God. Maybe should I take them to the movies? Should I take them? And then I just tell myself, you know what? Calm down. You took them over to their friend's house yesterday. Uh-huh. Let them play over there. Uh-huh. Just let them go outside and play. Uh-huh. And so my kids went outside and played baseball. And my son was playing soccer. And I was just sitting, like, on the just sitting on, the, I wasn't even working out. I was just on chilling the and now. relaxing. Just chilling and relaxing. I felt so different at, that night. I did. I, I barely even knew what, knew what to do with myself. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of a cool thing. So yeah. shout out to the people that know how to relax. I'm, <laughs> I'm, try- I'm learning.
0: <laughs> I am learning. That's a major big deal. You might need to go back and listen to our episode about uh, rest recovery, recovery. and <laughs> okay, got it Check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relaxing. You know, that's what we say. It's one thing to know, but you know, as application thing, everything. Yeah, application is a whole other animal. So, yeah. shout out to chronic action takers out there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm a little, little shade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on.
1: So, wait, what? Wait, what? You got a good one for us today? Uh, you decide. You okay. guys can decide. So. You guys know, the, it's, it's the season. Everything is coming around. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and Christmas. And it's about it's about that time. to get cold. It's getting chilly outside. So I get a ton of emails every day at work regarding this, regarding that, some work-related, some, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I open this one email, and it's like, do you want to be in the Thanksgiving parade? Right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And you know me, my eyes just, like, lit up, and I immediately turned to my team, and I'm like, guys, (laughs) you want to be in the parade? Now, mind you, I have my headset on, and I'm listening to so I, like, yelled this across the floor. (laughs) And everybody had, like, lifted up, like, what? And I'm like, oh, do you guys want to be in the parade? Did you guys get the email? They're like, no. Right, so I'm like, I'm explaining it to them. Barely can like explain it, cause I'm, I just can't wait for you know who to say who's gonna come. Go. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, the Thanksgiving parade. They said, you know, it's gonna be on Thanksgiving. So long story short, no one was interested. <laughs> <And> <laughs> not only were they not interested, <laughs> not only were they not interested, they were outraged that I even would ask. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, the criteria is you got to... This is, this is where I kind of yeah, I maybe lost them. You got to be able to walk and jog three miles. That, but that's it. That's, <laughs> it. that's it. All you have to do is be able. And oh, I try to soften that. You, like, so. you, know, you may not have... You just have to be able. I'm pretty sure we're going to rotate some on the float, some walk, some... They were like, no. And then somebody said... You would say that you like working out. You leave here and go to the gym every day. We're
0: not like you. Wait, <laughs> what? So not only Oh they had attitude. They, <laughs> they had attitude. <laughs> they had,
1: yeah. No, I got no support. I got no support. None. I was like, wait. That's what, what your tail get That's thought it was excited. I was excited. I was still may do it by myself. And then I was like, well somebody do man. I just want someone to talk to. No. I no. feel like you guys are younger than me. You're in your 20s. What does that have to do with anything? I thought I would shame them. I'm like, I'm 38. No. You are 21. You are 24. Mm-hmm. No one was interested. No, I got no one. Nope. No. Yeah.
0: Nope. That was my lesson problem. learned. What's the lesson? Like people that work like in those environments have been doing it forever, and because like, you know how many perks your job gives you. Yeah. You, you guys get so many perks, like so much access to things and things like that. And you're new, and everybody's over it. Like everybody's just <laughs> completely over it, and you're like the new kid on the block. And you need to just chill out. I can't. Why? No, I'm not doing it. Because luckily and hopefully you don't fall into this. But everybody's kind of in the I hate my job realm now. They're over new employment, new opportunities. They don't. They most people don't live their lives outside of their job. You know that we've had that discussion. And so. You're like fresh, new, but excited about. You're still opening emails. You see how people didn't even know what you were talking about. Like everybody's like, if it ain't got my name in the email, like I'm specifically being summoned to something. People are real uninterested. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, you're a team of one over there. Yeah, but keep it up. I'm not saying you should lose that enthusiasm. But you see how it gets sucked sucked out of people. Like my glove was so burst. mm
1: -hmm. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I'm sorry, hon. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I may be a team of one on the on the parade. I the oh, I crashed.
0: Oh. You, know <laughs> you know, I immediately thought about you. I was like,
1: I wonder. Because we I said that last year, <laughs> year that we wanted to be in the Parade. I know, and parade. that's why I got excited immediately because here's an invitation. We were plotting how to get in the parade, and here's an invitation. Fell right in your lap. Fell right in my lap. Well, did you reply to the email? No, I don't want to do it alone. And um, it says specifically, no, you cannot bring guests. Oh, wow. I know. I was like, you know what? They <laughs> they trying to stop our really they try to stop our shine. They,
0: they, they, they are, but they won't they won't to Okay, what's your weight? What? <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm sorry. Was <laughs> it? <but, laughs> it was. It was for those. I still a little, you know. I'm still looking at my wounds here, but. Yeah. Um, mine is just really simple, but I forgot to mention last when I went to my last yoga class. So, If anyone's ever been to a vinyasa-type yoga class, and that's usually a yoga class that moves a little little faster, and you do sun salutations on your own, like the entire class isn't necessarily guided by an instructor. So this is a uh, vinyasa-type yoga class, and usually at the end of most yoga classes, you have a portion where you lay down on your mat, face up, right foot to the right corner of your mat, left foot to the left corner of your mat, Palm straight out, you know, up or the or arm straight up on the side of you, and you close your eyes. They turn down the lights, they turn down the music really low, and you zen out. Okay, that's right? Cool. Okay, so I've done that numerous times, right, in numerous yoga classes. Are you really able to zen out though, or is your mind yeah. still racing? No, no, I zen, okay, I zen cool. out, right, which is i I've been able to work myself up to that point. So I'm just practicing my breathing and things like that, oxygenating my body. Eyes closed. Okay. Face up on my mat. (laughs) Lights are down. Okay. All of a sudden, (laughs) out of nowhere, I feel two soft fingertips. Excuse me? On the temple, on each temple of my face. So one on the right, one on the left. Slowly. These fingers begin to massage my temple what? as my eyes are closed. When I tell you, I thought I had reached a level within that was pretty acceptable for where I was. But have you ever had someone just come up and give you a hand massage what? while you were let? I mean, the whole scene was wonderful. Lights down, soft music. You've already went through this nice work out you sweated out those toxins you relax your heart rate's coming down eyes closed and just it didn't even, it was so gentle that it didn't even, didn't even startle me I it didn't even tempt me to open my eyes and see who it was it could have been the instructor just as <laughs> just as easy as it could have been a perfect stranger who walked in a room <laughs> oh and I did not care
1: didn't matter didn't matter. Because ultimately, it felt the same. It was
0: amazing. I was like, wait, what? They even have hand massages the yoga now? And this was a um, teaching class. So the person who taught the class was training to be a future instructor. She isn't even certified yet. So at the end, we all sat around on our mats, and they asked for feedback on how they taught the class. I was like, listen, ma'am. <laughs> listen good. And listen good. I don't know what your ultimate goal in life was, is, or ever been. Okay. But those head massages you handed out is everything. everything, and you have found your calling. And you don't you ever call. look back and do another thing. Do you yes. hear me? Yes, you need tunnel vision at this point. At this point, this, this, point, is, this is your calling, and I need—I need to be at the top of your mailing list for every class <laughs> that you are teaching. Do you hear me? get yeah, zanned out that is awesome that was <laughs> amazing it, and i actually said in my head wait what is she massaging my temples right now okay all right yeah top of the list. yeah top, top of the list. so that was mine okay That's yeah amazing. yeah it was amazing all right so let's dive into really quickly our fitness topic for this evening the i, I hate working workin out too. syndrome have you ever said this to yourself or heard somebody else say it I heard other people say it. You know, that's funny. I've never
1: thought it. I don't think I've ever thought it one day in my life. Really? Yes. I, I, it just occurred to me when you said it, when you were asking me, I never,
0: ever thought that. Really? Yeah. Well, I have an amazing story about a lady who thought just that and had no problem with telling me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the wrong, wrong person. One. The yeah. wrong person. She said it to the wrong. Damn, you're listening to Professionally Fit here on the Motor City Movement Radio. Your time instead, you told me lies when someone else was on your mind. What you do to me, look what you did to me. I thought that you were someone who would do me right until you played with my emotions and you made me cry. What you do to me, can't take what you did to me. I really wanted was some of your time Instead you told me lies when someone else
1: was on your mind What you do?
0: with regards to fitness, we are talking about the I hate working out syndrome. Yeah. And it's so funny. You just said to me during the break that you don't even know if you do or don't. I have no <laughs> Like working out still. <laughs> but you also said you just do it. I just do it.
1: I don't know if I like it or not. I really don't. I don't know how I feel about it anymore. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just a part of my life, and that's just what it is. And I just do it in emotions or
0: you know, it doesn't play a part. Exactly, and I think that's the most important lesson here is that a lot of times, pretty much uh, most of what we do, is just a part of our lives yeah. at this point. We've in in this uh, speaks to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. The D word is just discipline. At this point, discipline. you just do it now because you've made it such a part of your life
1: yeah. that
0: there's not it's non negotiable. It's not even optional. You just know that it has to get I, done.
1: And one of the words I've started. Uh, Using, instead of using the word discipline, because discipline sounds so tough and so just straight up and down. You have I just started using the word determined. Mm-hmm. You have to literally just be determined with what you want to do. Do you want it? Do you not? If you do, be determined. Wake up with determination every day. The discipline, it will come. Because when you first start out, you may not be disciplined. Mm-hmm. You may fall off. And then get back on the horse, and then fall back off. And then, when, but when you're not determined, you 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 you're likely to stay off the horse. Exactly. You know. And I love to use what you told me when I fell off. When you know, I got really depressed, and and I was just not doing anything I was supposed to do. I fell completely off. I was not working out. I was not doing anything. And then I, you were in China, mm-hmm. and I was saying like, I just I haven't done anything in weeks, maybe perhaps even months. And you were just like, you know you're halfway down the hill is better than being at the bottom. Mm -hmm. So you always have to keep that in mind. Sometimes you will not be on your winning streak every single day, but when you're determined,
0: you will knock the dust off, get back up, start again, and just move forward. Yes, 100%. And I think that's really important, too, the importance of forgiving yourself. Yes. Because sometimes when we skip some days, sometimes even skip a week, We consider it a fail, you know, or we get so down on ourselves that we say, well, what's the point now? Right. But think about where you started. You're just because you fall back a little bit doesn't mean you're back to ground zero. Yeah. You know, and so as soon as you think about it, get back on it and learn how to forgive yourself. Um, One phrase that I kind of thought about when I was thinking about the I hate working out syndrome is consistency gets the worm, not the early bird. You know what I mean? Yes. Consistency gets the worm. And so you have to remember that one good day does not trump, you know, one average month. You know what I mean? So, for example, exactly. you might have worked out hard this day and didn't work out, but you still did it. Mm-hmm. But people think, okay, I'm on it. I, I went hard Monday, and then they don't do anything to the following week. No, consistency is more important right. than perfecting it or going super hard every workout or, you know, being able to stay for 45 minutes to an hour. Maybe you can only do 15 minutes a day. Maybe mm-hmm. you can only do 30 minutes yesterday, you know, but you're consistently incorporating that exercise into your life, and that's what's exactly. most important. I remember I said before that I wanted to tell this quick story about the lady so I think we got kind of cut off last week when I was mentioning it but I was walking past her in the gym and she looked me dead in my eye and said I need a t-shirt that says I hate working out yeah I remember. and I was like no you need a mindset that says I love working out and then she was like no I hate working out and I was like no you just keep telling yourself that so it's become such a heavy belief yeah. system that you can't even see anything else and she shook her head she said, "No, I really hate working out." I mean, I don't believe you. Neither don't one know. of us would back down, and I had a client work waiting on me, and I didn't have time to go back and forth with her because I was ready for the battle. <laughs> but I had to walk away because I had a client winner. but what's what made it what made me think about it is because people really believe that other people are invested in their misery mm-hmm. so you know like yeah. when people say yeah. I hate my job or uh, another hard day at work people automatically expect other people to be like yeah me too. can't stand Mondays here we go like uh, no and also I don't hate working out you know mm-hmm. <laughs> but but it was so interesting that was, that's what made me think about this but number one um, one of the things that helps me get through the workouts that I'm not exactly in the mood to do um, is the reasons why I'm doing it. And I think a lot of people are working out for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know, so what exactly are your reasons for exercising in the first place? Right. You know, how um, big or small are they? And more importantly, um, who wins when you get healthy, and who loses when you get healthy? Mm-hmm. Is one of the things you know you have to be mindful of as well. You know, people are working out maybe because they told somebody else they would, mm-hmm. or they want to change a certain aesthetic aspect about their body, but you're not thinking about the long-term benefits of exercising. Yeah, know. You know what she I mean? Definitely, is mm-hmm. power. I saw a lady at the gym. She had a
1: trainer, and she came over by me and mumbled. He working me to death. Dang! All I want to do is lose my stomach. And I was like, "Wait, what? Like, <laughs> y- what do you think he's gonna do? Come up? You don't need a trainer. If you think all you need to do is come do some sit-ups, right? He's doing the what he's supposed to do. Exactly. And so you need to get a little bit more knowledge about what you're doing and why you're here. Yes. That's another reason why I believe people hate working out is that right. they don't they lack the knowledge because some of the things that you're doing. It's not typically as a, for a beginner what you should be doing. Exactly. And you shouldn't hate your workout yet. You should be doing things that you like at yeah. this point. You're not training to be in a bikini competition or a bodybuilder. So right now you have the benefit of the luxury
0: of doing funner exercise. Yep. Yep. That's another thing I have listed here is why haven't you diversified yeah. your actually, If you hate it, you hate what you're doing specifically, but there's a ton of ways to get right. an exercise. So try something else. Try something. <laughs> Why are you on the treadmill and you hate treadmills? Right. Exactly. Why are you even
1: in the gym and you don't like gym, you can't work out at home? Like, find what
0: like, right. You don't have to be in a gym setting if you are super self-conscious. I have clients who's like, they're staring at me. I had yeah. one client last week. She's like, Do I have to run? My butt is jiggling. You know, she's like super self-conscious. And so, if this is not the environment you don't want to be in, like you said, don't change the environment. Yeah. Change the music. Change the what exactly you're doing change you don't like being by yourself go to a class full duration. of people. change the duration change the intensity so do you really hate working out or do you hate this particular thing because some people love zumba some people hate zumba some people yeah. you know love yoga some people hate yoga so it doesn't have to be the same thing over and over again so diversify your regimen and then you and i were talking about this earlier today set realistic goals Lord, please set realistic. Please, goals. one of the main reasons a lot of people hate working out is because they've started their week trying to be too gung ho, yeah. and they're like, "I'm working out every day this yeah. week, and I'm working out for a minimum of one hour." But they're yeah. coming from doing nothing, and that is very intense. That is very and, and unnecessary, not to mention yes, that because halfway through the workout,
1: you're not giving it your all. You are so tired, so fatigued, and you may not even have your form right if you're doing any strength training at all. Right. You know, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you're doing strength training. You know, so I would definitely suggest don't try to hit the ground running that hard. Mm-hmm. You know, start off with the brisk walk, you know,
0: start off with, you know, the, doing a little light something and then build up. Yep. Absolutely. So just to recap, the I hate working out syndrome. Um, oh, finally, uh, one thing I have to mention before I recap is um, change your mantra. You know, if you are constantly saying you hate something, your job, working out, your relationship, you're going to continue to hate it even more. You're going to continue yes. to find all these reasons as to why you don't like it. And you're going to become more and more miserable in that behavior. So you actually need to change your mantra, even when you don't like doing so. Like, even when I don't like, like, and heavy, I say, I love this. This yes. is great. I am amazing at this. Mm-hmm. And it sounds really silly. But I'm telling you, it makes a major difference other than just pouting bottom lip hanging out you're making faces you're probably not giving it all, all your all because all you're thinking about is leaving mm-hmm. and it being over with so i i even have my clients say that if they may slip up because they know there are rule in our sessions is there's no negative self talk allowed so if they slip up and say oh my god this is hard i can't wait for this to be over i say what and they instantly be like i mean yeah. i love this this is awesome <laughs> this is so fun yeah. and they they start laughing and we're both laughing it seems really silly but it, it really works yeah one
1: thing I like. To add too is, I'm not going to say change your circle, but when it comes to health and wellness and fitness, don't speak about health and wellness and fitness around those people that you know hate it because they're going to they're going to feed into that. Mm-hmm. And one quote that I absolutely love is "Association breeds participation." Mm. So when you start associating with certain people about certain things, mm-hmm. their mindset will. You will ad- you will adopt that mindset. Mm-hmm. So even if you're trying to change your mindset and you're thinking, okay, I'm about to get into this thing, and then you start being around your friends who've always hated working out. Yes, you're. It, it breeds participation. Well, you know what? This this is you know that's the common denominator. One of the common denominators, and it's okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. If, I'm not saying ditch your friends, but when it comes to that, you might want to just tread lightly on that subject at all and do your own thing when when you're not even around them.
0: Yeah, or definitely create new circles and new environments. We've talked about the rule of five. You know, your behaviors are going to model the top five people that you surround yourself with. So if you and your friends currently are all on the journey to stay out the latest at the club and get the greasiest thing to eat afterwards, and that's what you're going to be more compelled to do. But if your circle is all about building, growing, getting stronger physically, mentally, you you know, intellectually, then that's what yeah. your conversations, your behaviors, your activities are going to be centered around. Mm-hmm. So it's not saying get rid of it, but just take a moment to take a look at your inner circle. Take a look at your, your ecosystem emotions. and yeah. see where exactly some adjustments can be made. Because definitely, I'm 100% sure, like, you and I push each other through workouts sometimes. Yeah. But as soon as one of us say, I don't feel like it, I'm not into it, and one of us say, you want to go get some tea instead, <laughs> we'll definitely be like, okay. Right. That sounds good. We'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So it's really, really important. Um, So, again, guys, this I hate working out syndrome can be rectified. Number one, changing your mantra. Number two, Checking your circle, checking the top five people you hang around. Number three, consistency gets the worm, not the early bird. So do a little something every day. Next, set realistic goals. Don't set something that even sounds overwhelming as you're coming up with it. Try and set really realistic goals. If you can only do 15 minutes, five days a week, then start there. Don't feel like you have to come out the Gay, like this big instagram right, fitness person right. all of a sudden who works out all the time and is eating all the right foods all the time as well and finally the last thing i'll say about i hate working out is who cares
1: <laughs> why not we just start <laughs> with that
0: and, and finish with that who cares that you hate working yeah. out your alternative is much worse <laughs> not working out creating this um, acidic environment in your body because you're not releasing toxins and and you know becoming sedentary joint aches and pains I'm not even gonna you know yeah. obesity all these things that <laughs> are caused by not yeah. exercising so furthermore keep it to yourself yeah oh okay did <laughs> you did you do a little pet peeve out there I'm,
1: I'm gonna go ahead and say this easier said than done nothing makes me want to Dry my teeth and pull my hair out then. Easier said. Of course it's easier said than done. Yes. Of course, everything in life, saying you're going to get a sandwich, is easier said than done. Right. So why do you think that working out won't be? Just get it done. Right. You don't care if it's easy.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So miss us with the excuses. Yes. You know. Long story short. Long story short. <laughs> okay. So let's breeze through really quickly to this next one, how to train your palate. This is a good one because, a lot of individuals, when we're discussing nutrition and talking about how to change your diet and moving more towards a label-free diet, um, moving more towards whole foods and unmanipulated foods, people say food is bland and yeah, yeah. tasteless. So I wanted to talk really quickly about, number one, checking whether or not your taste buds are dead. Um, a lot of people, if there is, I am not in denial that there is a, a, an adjustment phase when you're transitioning from greasy fried foods, yeah, you definitely. know, burritos, Coney Island, hamburger, french fries, Chinese food, Thai food, all that takeout, yeah. you know, breakfast yeah. places. There's definitely a transition from that to fresh whole foods, homemade yeah, foods yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. cooked in a lot of butter and oil. Yeah, right. So I'm not pretending that they don't taste different. Right. Right. But a lot of people, you know, you've seen those people who like throw salt and butter on their food before they even taste it. Right. Who just, oh, my goodness.
1: Pancakes come out, big glob of butter just sitting on top. And then when the butter melts into it, more butter. So some things are just
0: (laughs) relax. It's okay. It's not happening now. You're safe. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So. Yeah, or we drown our food in syrup or salad dressing, and then we think that's how it tastes. But you're really just eating syrup and salad dressing. You're not even tasting Listening to professionally fit here on the Motor City Women Radio Network. So we're talking about how to train your palate. Yes. Um, so what were you gonna say about? This is just so interesting to me. So, well, it's not even interesting. But
1: there's this uh, this restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know, my thing restaurants mm-hmm. in my building, right? And it's so hard to find vegan restaurants mm-hmm. or people that sell things, you know, vegan friendly. So. Mm-hmm. So incidentally, this restaurant in the in the basement of my building has an array of vegan soups, right? hmm So I go down there and I'm like, You have any vegan soups? They point to this big board behind them and it's like this and it's this wild rice and mushroom and quinoa and kale and, and split pea. And I'm like, wow, can I taste all of them? Mm-hmm. And they're like, sure. They go get me some. And I taste them all, and I hate them all. They all are awesome, but they are so riddled with sodium. Wow. And so I say, you know what? These have too much sodium. And, they, and the girl says, a lot of people say that. Okay, so, okay. I come back another day, mm-hmm. thinking maybe they would fix fixed it. <laughs> Can I taste the soups for today? She gives, gives them to me, still riddled with sodium. Mm-hmm. So I said, please tell your chef this. Vegan palates are different from people who eat, um, you know, animal products. Mm -hmm. Our palates are not the same. Mm -hmm. He cannot season our food the way he would season a person that eats animal products. Mm -hmm. It's totally different. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was interesting that it's a total, because I'm sure the other soups are amazing Mm -hmm. to the people that eat animal products because they have a different palate. Mm not eating the animal product itself Mm -hmm. does that train your palate with the sodium itself
0: well i believe it trains your palate but i will do one correction and say all vegans don't eat clean so it's um, a misconception to think that all our palates are highly sensitive to salt and sugar but those who are truly (laughs) plant-based yeah which means that you know, leafy greens make up the base of your diet and then you surround everything around that. Those of us who are truly plant-based, yes, we have a high sensitivity to salt and sugar. But regardless of whether or not you eat animal products or not, think about if you if you've ever even done any type of challenge like a sugar-free challenge or fast food free challenge there's so there's you know trillions of challenges now right where you take this pop out your diet or you take sweets out of your diet or whatever the right. challenge is think about or even if you've went on a three or seven day juice cleanse or or fast think about how food tasted to you mm-hmm. after that challenge or after that cleanse your palate is so highly sensitive mm-hmm. to salt and sugar i have clients come to me all the time after we've cleaned up their diet and then they may slip up or you know intentionally treat themselves to a piece of cake or yeah. something or some fried foods and they were like i could barely get through it because it was so salt and mm-hmm. sugary mm-hmm. You know, and so what most people don't understand is that salt, sugar, and fat literally kills your taste, but it numbs your taste buds. And you have between 2,000 and 8,000 taste buds, and salt, sugar, and fat high diets are one of the main reasons that your taste buds Mm -hmm. are, you know, so susceptible, that you feel like you need those things to be able to taste your food. Yeah. Um, And what most people don't realize is that all foods have their own taste. You know, broccoli has a taste without butter and salt and cheese on it. Yeah. You know, these things have a a taste, but you've literally killed your taste bugs with an exorbitant amount of salt, sugar, and fat. Yeah. So once you start, so you start eliminating those things out of your diet, you will really be able to taste the true taste of food. Like, I love the taste of, like, asparagus and Brussels sprouts. People are like, they have no taste. And I'm like, yes, yes they, they do. do.
1: They genuinely yes, they do. do. Yeah, so... Yeah, like I said, I was eating food with my cheese. I thought it had to go on everything. Now oh, that, I love food now that I don't put cheese on because I can really taste it. Yes. I, I'm tasting what I'm eating, yep. and I'm not you know, covering it with cheese. It's amazing yep. to eat food without being covered in
0: that salt and fat and things like that. Yep. Like I absolutely love it. Definitely. We smother our food in cheese dressings gravies, marinades, you yeah. know, and so we automatically think that's what gives it flavor. But you should really try lightly seasoning your food, maybe a little a bit of pink Himalayan sea salt, a little pepper, you know, a little oregano fresh herbs and spices, you know, fresh garlic and onion and you can really taste the flavor of the food. Some foods absolutely some absolutely. foods, some seasonings and herbs bring out the flavor and others yes, yeah. it, you know. So. yep yeah. Really that's cool. Great. Okay, finally, I want to move on to my favorite topic, and that is, are you doing just enough to be average? Mediocrity. <laughs> Mediocrity. So just a really quick backstory. story. I was in a T-Mobile store the other day, and the security guard who works in the T-Mobile store was talking to an, another employee in the store. And they were talking about, I guess the employee was asking the security guard about his job and how they're placed at different locations mm-hmm. and and about somebody else, I guess, who works with the security guard. And the security guard said, well, we actually say make the same amount. It's just that they have more responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about that, like wow, why is it that, you know, why is responsibility such a frowned upon thing? Yeah. And then I recently had someone else tell me, I got a new position at work, but, you know, it's more, resp- it's more money, but it's more responsibility. And so, like, three or four times more that week, people kept bringing up having more responsibility. And I was just thinking about, like, what's the problem problem with more responsibility (laughs) like i understand that there's this underlying theme in our culture that everyone wants to do as little as possible and get as much for it you know and i think that we really need to shift our mindsets around responsibility and striving to do more than that bare minimum Mm-hmm. so many people just do the bare minimum. Yeah, remember the the race that we did when you were like you want to run for my cousin,
1: uh, you know, the 10k? The, the, well, it started off as a 5k though. And then we were like, "You know what? Why wouldn't we do the 10k?" Right, cuz there was an option. You could get yeah, the 5k an or the 10k. We could have easily said 5k. Right. Neither one of us are distance runners, we, right? That would have, you know, been a big enough push, but no, let's just let's just have more responsibility to this room and push ourselves, push ourselves has our comfort zone, and I yeah. just don't
0: think not enough people do that. And it's it's people do just enough, like just, just enough. enough. Just like you were telling me at your job, like you only have to do what 75 percent yes, yes. productivity a day, yeah. and most people just make those numbers barely barely, barely. barely making those yeah. numbers.
1: And they, clearly can do more. It's amazing how much. I just sit around and just watch people on their phone and watch people just get up a million times and go talk to their friends. And then, of course, I check their numbers because we have access to (laughs) everybody's productivity. And I'm like, you're not even halfway there. Like, if you sat down and did your work, right? you know, So, and then remember when I told you that uh, you got a prize for taking the steps down? I'm on the 13th floor. And if you take the steps down, at the bottom of the steps, they give you this free water bottle. Mm-hmm. Now, it's just a token to say, you know, you did this. Right. No one's really crazy about the water bottle, but it's just I wanted this water bottle because I wanted to say, look, I took, you know, the steps. Right. So I'm going down the steps. And this is, you're on the 13th floor, and this is taking the steps down, not even this going up. This is taking the steps down, not going up. Okay. So I'm going down the steps, and then I see two of my teammates come meet me on the steps coming from the seventh floor. And I was like, well, why are you coming from the seventh floor? We are on the 13th floor. They took a shortcut. They took the elevator down to the seventh floor just to get the water bottle and not do the work. So they wanted something for
0: doing doing half the work. Wow. And that is literally the theme of our society. Yeah. Everybody Diocrity. cuts corners. Everybody tries to do as little as possible. I mean, even I've (laughs) become a little annoyed with, like, deadlines. You know, like, people always are right on the deadline. Nobody's early. Nobody is early to appointments. Time-wise, nobody's early for deadlines. Everybody's always just doing enough to just make
1: it. To not be fired. To not be divorced. Just doing enough. To not be a bad parent. Exactly. To not miss the show by two minutes. Right. we can go on and on.
0: Right, yeah. you're exactly right. Nobody goes above and beyond, like you said, for their spouse. Nobody goes above and beyond in their health. You know, yeah, because, like, <laughs> sometimes, because I'm petty, I, <laughs> like, test my clients, right? So I kind of did it this morning. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Go on. So my client was struggling through her workout a little bit this morning. It was 7 in the morning, and I don't think she had eaten anything. And she's like, oh, my God, after every, you know, move, I'm feeling nauseous. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, take a moment, recover, let your heart rate come down a little bit, and um, and then we'll get back into it. And so we were nearing the end of the session, and I'm like, well, we're done with the, you know, heavy stuff, but we're going to come down to the mat. And do a little light mat work. It's super okay. low intensity. We're not getting our heart rate up or anything. You know, we're going to do some mat work. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so we, we have four minutes left to do some mat work, which is actually a lot of time. You can get quite a few yeah, things in with mat work in four minutes because you don't need a long recovery. And I'm like, so you want to go, you know, do the mat work or you just want to be done? She's like, I'll be done. I'm done. You know, she didn't even want her full session. That and is, and I get that, that all the that's time. And for me, like, because I didn't have to ask her, I could have just said, Grab a mat, we're doing your mat work. You wanted but yeah. I wanted to see if she was going to push herself a little bit, you know, because I knew it was just a matter of her catching her breath, taking a few sips of water, you know, and breathing. Because I've done that, I've gotten a little nauseous during my workouts before, right? Because I was pushing her a little bit today. And so I just wanted to, and I do it quite often actually with clients, <laughs> like, Do you want to keep going and finish out this set? Or, or sometimes if we run out of time in our sessions, I'll say, you know, our session together has ended, but I encourage you to do one more round of what yeah. we just did on our own. You know, like, who out here is pushing themselves? Who out here is doing extra when they don't necessarily have to? Very few, very it turns few, out.
1: Very few. But that's all, you know, environmental. You know, certain gyms, you'll see people just going crazy. And then you walk into other gyms <laughs> that has candy, and they're purple and yellow. <laughs> People <laughs> don't push themselves quite so hard. So it's all about, you know, getting, getting in better environments to where you don't even feel comfortable doing. That right. Way.
0: That's true, too. I think when it comes to work environments, office spaces, that literally the culture was oftentimes dictate the productivity of yeah. the staff. Yeah. Right. So if you groom a team to go above and beyond, yeah. then and, and, and if you ask the leader consistently goes above and beyond. Yeah. You're going to force people to follow suit cuz we had that experience directly, you know, with, you know, someone that we worked for early on, he pushed right. past mediocrity and comfort zones and did way more than what was required and we never questioned we always went even harder to train and to work because he did he led by example right but everybody doesn't have those examples in their lives so i just always wonder like what internally causes people because like me i live my life above average everything i do i live my i've lost friends for being above average okay right because remember remember you know who it is. But she actually said, I don't like telling Lisa stuff because she's going to go out <laughs> it. take she it and do it better. It. Yeah. And I lost a friend for being above average, like yeah. for always striving to be greater and better. And it's just innate for me. Mm-hmm. You know, but I noticed like a lot of us, and, and it's so innate for me that I can get into environments where mediocrity is acceptable, but I won't accept right. it. Like I don't fall in line. But I think a lot of people do. And but then they're really upset when they didn't get a raise, or when yeah. they, you know, or when their spouse lets them down, or when their kids let them down, or they're really upset when something happens to their their kids are exposed to something, but they weren't there to make sure right. that they knew better. Right. You know. I absolutely agree with you.
1: But it's like once again the word of the day: mindset. <laughs> mindset, people. You know, because unlike you, learning to be. Um, not mediocre was a learned behavior mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. you know I always thought that I was supposed to go and, and work for somebody mm-hmm. and accept the money that they gave me and f- just follow you know the the beaten path mm-hmm. until you were like girl you know <laughs> you can be entrepreneur you can you know and then it got to the point where I was afraid to tell you something like you know I'm tired of this job. quit <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, and then I finally got it. And you know what? I am going to quit. Yeah. And I am going to be a trainer. And I'm going to get certified. And this is my life. Yes. And I I don't have to live in mediocrity. So it's either you're born with it or you have to get um, in a type of environment, in a type of circle, and being
0: around the type of influence Mm -hmm. that motivates you to, to do better. Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm not saying it's easy, but then, you know, you get those checkpoints, you get things that happen in your life that remind you that this is, you know, how it's supposed to be. Like the one way that I know I'm not the average trainer is, first of all, how many trainers, you know, have got so disappointed when they haven't been able to help certain clients reach their health goals that they decide to go to medical school. Like, you know what? <laughs> Apparently what the national Academy of sports medicine taught me wasn't enough. Yeah. Like I got so down yeah. about a couple of clients that I had that had chronic diseases and I yeah. felt like I couldn't help them the way I wanted to. And I was like, forget this. I'm not saving enough lives. So yeah. I'm going to medical school. Like, and then even when clients um, are, when past old clients, I have people text me all the time and want me that, to know. Yeah. yeah. About, you know, uh, want me to know, that means, Lisa, I know you're invested in my health. I know you're not just taking my money for this 30-minute session, but you're invested in my health. And every time that happens, I'm just so proud Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I will go above and beyond for people. I'm not going to do just what you paid me for. Right. I mean, it's just how invested are you in your future and in your people that you say you're here to help, whether it be your clients, your family, your friends. Right. You know?
1: Yeah, I totally agree. So if you're going to do something, go all in, go hard. And if you're not, just don't, you don't have to do it. Like I had someone tell me, when I lose this weight, I'm going to be a personal trainer. Wait, what? (laughs) No, it's way more involved. You have to really (laughs) care and want to change lives and empower and, you know, but that's another thing. You, You have to understand that it's not just about money or things like that. You have to just go above being
0: mediocre. Exactly, exactly. So, guys, whatever you're into, whether you're in school right now, whether you're on a job that you've been in for 10 days or 10 years, you know, in your relationship, whether it's 10 days old or 10 years old, stop doing just enough. Just stop doing just the bare minimum. You know, push yourself to do a little more. Do more than th- than what's required of you. You know, show up early to things. Turn mm-hmm. things in early. Take the initiative on something. Don't sit around and wait for somebody else to do it. You know, take the initiative on something. I remember when Troy, you know, started his new job. At first, I remember, you know, during the orientation, he was telling me that they had to wear blue and black shirts. I say it's Troy, yeah. I brought up Troy a couple of times. <laughs> Yeah, new sorry. listeners. You
1: said we have no, no new listeners. But it's
0: in the context. But but you know, so when he started his new job, you know, he I remember in the, during the orientation he told me he had to wear a blue and black shirt, and then he went to work one night without a blue and black shirt on, and I'm like, why aren't you wearing a blue and black? He's like, well, nobody wears it. And I'm like, so what? Yeah. You know, you do what's required of you. You know, I understand that in many jobs there's some things that are just like, well, nobody does that report, so mm-hmm. we don't just mm-hmm. do it. Or nobody access that report. It doesn't matter. You know, you'll be surprised who's watching, or you'll be surprised yeah. when it all of a sudden it's going to matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I remember one of your clients were talking at our last event about— they had an old boss and nothing, it, this particular sign-in sheet didn't matter. Then this new boss was all of a sudden like, hey, everybody needs to be signed yeah. in." And then all of a sudden they all were. But what if you had already been doing it? What if you had right. to continue to stay the course? That little bit, because people are so mediocre, that little bit will help you to stand out exactly. even more. Exactly. So, And one um, thing I want to add really
1: quick about not being mediocre is learning how to say no thank you. Just because everyone else is indulging in something, mm-hmm. they brought donuts. The girl that was trying to lose weight. Just because they brought donuts, she got up and got one. No, stand out. Mm-hmm. Say no. Say no. Thank you. It's okay. Just because everyone else is doing it, that does not give you the right, or it does not give you um,
0: what's the word I'm looking
1: for. We always forget permission.
0: Every, permission <laughs> to, to do it. Yes, a hundred, a hundred percent. So I hope you guys got a little nugget out of this week, guys. We'll be back next week here on Professional Professionally Fit. We are talking with regard to fitness, cardio, how much is too much and how much is too little. With regard to nutrition, we're talking about not what goes in your body, but next week we're talking about what goes on your body and how that matters just as much as what goes in your body. And finally, we're talking about with lifestyle, are you aware of your carbon footprint? So that's on next week's show. And before we go, we gotta give a major shout out to my home go- girl Morgan. Morgan, hey baby, <laughs> hey. she's listening to the show. And hi, Bryson. And <laughs>
2: <if you're> listening,
0: <laughs> Jay's kids are tuning in. So thanks for the support, ladies. We love love the support from our young uh, health. Fit, (laughs) fit troops as well. Future professionally fit. Absolutely, absolutely. So until next week, guys, be sure to tune in here at Professionally Fit at six thirty p.m. Be good night.
1: motivation and information that helps you lead a more fulfilling life.
0: The views and opinions expressed on any program are those of the producers and or the persons appearing
1: on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Kenny Media Group or Motor City Woman Radio Network.